Captain's Log 746. We're on our way and we're heading into season three. We're not quite chugging along at full speed yet. This is only episode two of season three, but I wanna make sure that I stay motivated. I wanna keep my spirits high and keep punching ahead with as much power as I can. For that reason, I've decided to take a slight detour and go and try to find me a little inspiration. So I've picked up two allies of mine to accompany me on this journey. They're from a neighboring crew who's been making a lot of waves in the sea. A rookie crew that's on their way up and they're not to be fucked with. I have a feeling that this adventure is going to go quite well. Ideally, I want to come out of this feeling like a brand new man. Inspired and walking into the future in all situations going, I am here! supernovas and welcome back to the worst generation podcast the exploratory anime and manga podcast i'm your host gb the most wholesome person on the timeline has voted by anime and manga 2021 magazine uh proud to be here with you today this is going to be an episode that's a little bit different from normal uh normally you guys are used to me having the crew with me uh at least one member of the crew and we may have guests but today the captain is on a solo mission i have linked up with two guests from uh, two separate podcasts or some type of parent corporate company coalition <laughs> subsidiary however they've decided to explain this thing to me and uh very happy to have both these guests here today uh before we get to the episode as always i want to introduce the people that's on the pile with me today so first up i have the jack of all trades my brother abe from osan a podcast yes sir yes sir what's good what's good um, yeah, uh, Abe, a.k.a. Prince Issue of the Blood Mist, a.k.a. Son of Dark Side. Um, you know, I have the OSNA podcast. I also am a co-host and co-producer slash editor for Inside the Mind of a Blurred podcast. Um, I work with Anime Lately. I work with Spicy Lady Talks. I work with Careful for Spoilers. I'm just all over the place. The Jack of All Trades is truly the right title for me. I'm just glad to be here. First time on Worst Gen Podcast for real, for real. So appreciate it, appreciate it real time yeah man glad to have you here uh crazy that it took so long to get you over here i actually had you scheduled on the docket um before we went in through all like the recording troubles and everything in between the seasons but i wanted you like two months ago to come over and discuss mm. the topic i forgot what that topic was but it was some type of like current events relevant to whatever was happening that week type topic yeah and i was like oh hey but be perfect for this but we didn't have the opportunity to get you over glad to finally have you here uh, it's a beautiful thing, and uh, you're right. It is officially your first time, but you have been on a couple streams with us. And anybody that's watching, yeah, yeah, streams, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also on this podcast today, uh, we have 
a brother who is new to me, but has always already hooked me up with my favorite piece of One Piece uh, merch in the world. <laughs> I haven't had the opportunity to hang it on my wall yet because I don't have a studio. I'm still trapping out the closet with the eggshells <laughs> on the wall. Uh, but as soon as I get my own studio, the One Piece poster is going up on the wall. Uh, my brother Al from My Naka Mixer podcast. Appreciate that. Yo, this is your boy Al, also known as SSS Black, also known as Nico Robin, the Errors of Scarlet's Post purse holder. Let me say it that way. Uh, yeah, co founder of the Mayanaka Mixer podcast, also part of the It Mob Gang. Gang. Subsidiary. Subsidiary. Of... <laughs> Subsidiary. <laughs> Subsidiary over the information, technology, money over bitches, man. <laughs> Mayanaka Mixer is the anime manga arm of It Mom. So, you know, because we, we've been lacking in that area for a good minute. So, I'm just, honestly, I'm just glad to get Black involved because Mayanaka Mixer was um, one started by him and, and our uh, late brother, uh, G. And I didn't want to see it fizzle out because I knew anime and manga is a passion of, of, of Black. I knew it was a passion of G. And I just so happen to be working with It Mob and Steve, and you know, with Scuba Steve, that's a, another passion. So I just thought, why not just bring them together? It allows, it, it covers several bases and allows Mayanaka Mixer to live on. And they've been doing a great job. Uh, appreciate everybody who turns, who tunes in to listen, because y'all are are helping us um, hit some milestones very soon. So yes, definitely, yes, uh, appreciate you guys. Congratulations to the the Tokyo arm of Inside the Mind of a Blur. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> uh, before we get started, I got a couple of announcements or a couple things I want to cover. First off, shout out to all the supernovas that are supporting us through Patreon. We appreciate each and every one of you. I know the gap is always long, but I try to do something extra for you guys every time we come back between the seasons and. Hopefully one day I can get this pod to a point where we don't even have to take seasons. We can still just go week to week, and that would be a beautiful thing for me. So once again, I thank you all for your support, for your participation, and just in for y'all belief in what it is that we're doing. Uh, also, if you are not tuning in, make sure y'all tune in to Anime After Dark on Clubhouse. We do that weekly on Wednesdays at 9.30 Central. Uh it has something that has developed in this break that we've been on, and we do it in collaboration with Blanime Podcast. Mike actually approached me, and I was all like, no, man, fuck that. Like, I'm not getting on Clubhouse. I hate it on there. I hate the rooms I've been in. And he was like, um, you know, he had already been building, like, a, a, a room on Clubhouse and was like, you know, I'm sure you can come up with a plan to make this smooth then, and we can just make it flow and do it our way. And so I was like, fine, I'll, you know, I'll do one or two sessions with you, and we'll see how that goes. Well, here we are. We just recorded session 17 uh, before the recording of this episode that we're doing now. And yeah, man, it's come a long way. Like I, we trended on Twitter three times and hit some benchmarks and some milestones on Clubhouse. And neither one of us, when we started this, thought that that would happen. So if you guys aren't tuned in to Anime After Dark on Clubhouse, make sure y'all tune into that. Uh, it is the show that, that you, the fans, drive. <clears throat> we're really there just to moderate, but... You, the fans come up, they give their hot takes, they drive the conversation. It's really produced by y'all. So that's your opportunity to really come and network and, and get in good with the community. Uh, so pull up. If you need access to those links, it's always on Blanime's page and it's always on the Worst Jam Pod page, of course. So uh, the information is there. Y'all just got to take it and, and pull up. Next up, 
uh want to remind everybody that give pet to the ox is back <clears throat> when this hey episode now. When this episode drops, uh, we should have had two Gift Panther the Oxes that have dropped by this point. So if you haven't noticed them on the timeline, uh, go to the Worst Gen Pod page, click a couple tweets to reset your algorithm and get us back on the timeline because that's fucked up if you ain't seeing us. <laughs> but uh, go back to the page, check it out, and uh, show Panda some love, interact. Uh, she always dropping dope songs, and uh, we love to see it. And last but not least, we got an upcoming... Run my fade set of tournaments. Uh, at the time of this episode, I think we would have already been through the timeline villain tournament, which is shaking up to be interesting. And <laughs> I, I, I saw a lot of dialogue on the timeline today. Oh, my man. man, my man Abe is trying to be the dark horse. Uh, nah, the dark yo, horse entry for number one. G. I'm in Twitter. You in Twitter right jail? Yeah, and that's that's, ev- that's evident dollars. that you should be the timeline villain, bro. Right. That lets no, us further know putting, how much of a villain you are. On the the reason I was put in Twitter jail was because someone called a uh, uh, Mike from Blanime. They called him uh, Dolores Umbridge, and I was like, "Hey, yo, nah, you gotta fight. You gotta fight." He was like, "I don't know what that means." And so I sent a tweet where I was like, "Yo, that means like you a coon ass nigga, a uh, uh, booty in the finger, a uh, finger in the booty uh, ass nigga, all this guy in the other." And I was like, all right, cool. And then, like, a couple hours later, they like, hey, you need to delete this tweet or you will be banned. But um, for this tweet alone, you violated rules. And I'm like, yo, it was completely <laughs> out of context. Completely out of context. Like, don't give me 12 hours for this. But, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Twitter jail at the moment of this recording. Yeah. So I'm going to let y'all when I get out. Bro, I can't believe you've been spewing. I can't believe you've been be spewing hate speech about your own people on the timeline. No. <laughs> Twitter handle him. Handle the lightweight Twitter. Do what y'all do somebody best. Somebody call you. Somebody compare you to Dolores Umbridge. You might as well just knock him out right then and there. That's not just. Well, I, I as the representation of Dumbledore on the timeline, will try to help you out, bro, and and do some some service and good interest <laughs> and good faith for your name. Uh, yeah, man, I think I think that this run my fate is gonna be hilarious. Uh, I've already just seen the, the the preview of what's gonna come. Oh man! And I've already I can't even tell y'all what the game plan is, but I've already talked Ooh. to Mike. I've already talked to Mike on the phone, and just his his campaign is hilarious. And if he carries through what he said he's gonna do, I'm gonna be dying laughing. So I'm geeked up for this tournament. Uh, this one should be special because it's not just anime, like it's the actual community. So <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Oh man, for real. So <laughs> let's let's get into this conversation, man. First, uh, what's popping with y'all this week? Y'all been reading anything new? Like watching anything? Uh, any new developments in y'all favorite series? Just like blowing your mind away? Um, low key, I'm I'm in an anime manga burnout to be honest at the at the moment. Um, I've just been doing a lot more of live action um views. So, I went through uh earlier this week or last week. I went through the whole Conjuring universe in order. Um, I was live tweeting my thoughts on each film. Um, currently almost done with the Saw. Uh, movie binge. I'm on Saw 6 at the moment, although I had to take a break from that too because there's only so much uh, gore and, and torture you can take before, you know, I was I was watching the first five like within the three, four days and so I'm just like, let me take a breather. Um, started watching Stargate SG-1 because uh, I, I was a fan of that when I was younger. 
Um, and so I've, I've spent a lot of time watching more of a, a live action, binging live action shows. Uh, when it comes to my anime, the only ones I've kept up with is uh, Higehiro, um, one of my mm-hmm. favorite of this spring season, honestly, one of my favorites. Burning Comedy, for sure, one of my favorites. Those are my two favorite anime of the spring season so far. Uh, manga, you know, I, I try to keep up with it. I had to catch up on some stuff that I was a few chapters behind, such as Sakamoto Days, um, some other shonen like uh, Mashal, uh, Undead Unluck, um, Tomodachi Game, I think, dropped a new chapter. Tokyo Revengers dropped a couple uh, new chapters, and I realized I was about 10 chapters behind Tokyo Revengers. Um, Ranger Reject, I need to catch up on, but I, I've been slacking in anime and manga the last couple weeks for sure, for sure. Uh, I always confuse the Conjuring series. I always need to be reminded. Is that the one with the the little girl, or is that the one when the families be moving into these houses and the houses be haunted? Um. Well, the first one was they were in the house that was haunted. The second one, um, it, it varies because I, if if correct me if I'm wrong, you probably confuse it with Insidious, right? Mm-hmm. Every, every, yeah. Every time, the problem right? is is that the MC from both is is the same the same actor as well as the same director uh james wan produced the conjuring series as well as insidious and used the same actor who plays ed warren is also the main uh protagonist of the insidious series so it's just like it, it makes for plenty of confusion i'm like why would you do that but um yeah no the conjuring one it varies they've had annabelle that's part of the conjuring universe the nun um it, I like horror. I'm a big fan of horror, um, mostly supernatural horror and psychological horror. So it's been it's been a good one. It's a really good good watch if you just watch them one, two, and three. The sequels and side ones, eh, they don't they don't really impress as much. Um, but eh, eh, that's all I gotta what say about, on it. Eh. Eh, what about you, Al? Um, so of course I watch a ton of anime. Um, for spring, I think I'm watching about like solid 18. Um, I ended up binging, um, Odd Taxi, which is now possibly sure at least top five of spring anime. Um, Odd Taxi ended up being way better than I thought. And I'm happy I ended up binging it because just watching it, um, over the binge was like, okay, I see how they put this story together. And that's been pretty good. Um, yeah, like there's something I'm watching almost every day. Um, Mondays is Higahiro, like uh, Abe was talking about. Higahiro was pretty good, and just the way that it ended up going to the point that it's at now. I think next week will be its final episode, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's been good. Um, my favorite watches has been Vivi. I've been on the Vivi train, the Vivi agenda, literally since Jump. Um, Vivi ended this Saturday, so last Saturday, should I say, and from episode 1 to 12 has been an excellent watch and that's going to be my anime that I recommend from ev- for everybody to see for um spring 2021 cuz it was just that damn good and um yeah that other anime I've been watching a lot like the basics Tokyo Revengers um uh Eden Zero I'm watching that um it's a bunch of anime I'm watching but for sure Vivi Vivi's been my one that I've been harping on on the timeline going crazy retweeting everything and every body about vivi so that's been my one um reading wise i i believe i had caught up on spy family and i'm actually diving back into um 
Komi-san can't communicate. I thought I had read, I was current on it, but I was actually very, very far behind. And so Komi-san can't communicate has an enemy coming out soon. <clears throat> and I want to catch up on the manga for sure. And that's like 300 chapters. So I'm like, all right, give me time. I'll end up catching up on that. But 300 chapters. Ugh. Yeah, but they're, they're small chapters. They're not anything Shout major. Out they're like... Shout out to Wang Sabi Bob, um, one of the mm-hmm. biggest Komi-san uh, fans that I know. Wang has pushing the agenda on all platforms, bro. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Me, and, me and Wayne, we've had conversations. Komi-san is like my little daughter. I have a couple of daughters that run around in the anime world. and Komi-san is one of them. So, yep, me and Wayne had that nice conversation coming up very soon about Komi-san. But other than that, that's it. Um, yeah, anime-wise, manga-wise, that's what I got right now. <clears throat> I've had a uh, I've had a rough week uh, in the real world, as they say, and so I actually haven't watched or read an ounce of anything. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I really don't keep up with seasonals like that anyway. Like I kind of just read whatever is on my plate or on my queue. Um, so uh, me not reading anything. I think the only thing I've read in the past week has been Bleach. Uh, anyone that has been pulling up to Anime After Dark knows that me and Mike made the bet of. If Mike continues his read of One Piece and reads One Piece to the end, I also will read Bleach. And so in order to force Mike to read One Piece, the greatest, uh, I have oh. decided to I have decided to read Bleach. Um, it's going pretty well so far. I'm not going to comment too much because the Bleach stands attack you when you try to say good things about them. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's been okay so far. Like It hasn't been a bad read. The one thing I will say is that um, I enjoy reading the manga more than I ever enjoy watching the anime. I really didn't care for the anime much at all, but uh, yeah, manga yeah. Is definitely better. Yeah, um, just because with the anime, with all that filler stuff, it really took you out of it, like low key. Just it, <laughs> they just went all over the place because it was running concurrently with the uh, release of the manga, where it just got a uh, kind of annoying. But when you go back and you just read the manga straight through, it is definitely a much more enjoyable read. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, and that's I, it's crazy how that happens with so many different series to me. Uh, and, and One Piece is one of those series, too, in all honesty, where whenever somebody tells me, like uh, Steve, for instance, when Steve was uh, him and Abe, I think, were shitting on a Skypea arc and saying that it's absolute trash and it's not a good arc. And I'm like, I didn't say it was I, trash. I didn't say that. It's my least favorite. Maybe maybe it was Alpha. Oh, it was Alpha. That was yeah, that was Alpha. Yeah. Throw me yeah, under the bus. Like and they call me. I'm a sorry, bro. That's crazy. Both your name, both your names sound alike. <laughs> this, I, don't see, I don't I don't see color. What other bad sentences could I say? Oh, oh, this picture, yo, <laughs> <see color. laughs> no, I mean. But yeah, man, uh Steve and Alpha when they say they ain't like Skypea, and, and maybe Bo was a part of that conversation. But I just remember thinking, like, Steve, like you caught up in the manga. How could you be reading through Wano and, and knowing what you know, like you still think the Skype is a bad arc. Like how, how could that even be your conclusion? And so we, I found out through that conversation that Steve actually had not read Skype. He only watched the anime. And for me, I really, Skype is a much harder watch in the anime than it is to read. Like it makes so mm-hmm. much more sense when you read the manga. And that's one of the flaws for each of the big three is that they're from that era of, week to week and they're constantly running so you're here with filler and you're hit with stretching out episodes and you have concepts that are unnecessarily long when they don't need to be and so it kind of changes the experience of that series and so i'm like steve you need to go and read skypea of course steve goes and reads it and he's like 
oh, it, this is actually uh, it's actually pretty good. It's kind of fire. I'm like, exactly. So um, I'm not holding that against Bleach because One Piece also has that flaw where the anime just, it doesn't it doesn't do it like the manga does. But shout out to Toei for uh, the animation and the way that they handle in Wano. Like, they've been in their bag. Yeah. And I've, I've been super impressed with what they've been doing week to week in Wano, man. Like, super step up for them. For um, sure, when they get to that rooftop, you already know that anime fight is going to be bananas. Bro, like, yeah. they, even if they just do, like, 80% of what they did in the flashback, bro, the rooftop is finna. And, and I can't wait <laughs> because the manga, the manga community been going crazy about who rooftop level and who not. Like, I can't wait mm-hmm. till all the fans get to that point and they can have that discussion, like, who's rooftop level and go through the same progression of thoughts that we've had. Because, like, Wano yeah. has really been enjoyable for me as a community and some bad things that come from it i think the community has changed like uh, somewhere along the way we drifted away from uh and it's this way about anime as a whole right now uh we drifted away from being a theory-based community where like it was much more conversations much more about like these are my theories and how you collab and we've mm-hmm. kind of landed not too far away from that but we've kind of landed on um and 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 worst gen pod is also uh <laughs> A warrior in this battle <laughs> we've kind of landed on agenda pushing and slander but it goes too far sometimes where like people will uh just say something that's that's false or that they themselves don't even believe in just to push the agenda and that's when it kind of yeah. becomes dangerous yeah uh, so i i what i want to see more of is is powerful thought out theories that are being used to propel an agenda and not just agendas that are being used to propel clout if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, that makes when you said the word cloud, I'm like, ah, that's exactly what it is right there. That that is the word that everybody is somehow searching for because it's like, up, oh, you shoot out something, you say a take, and you're like, ah, you really don't mean that. Nah, you just want the the likes, the follows, the retweets, and the clout that comes behind what you just said. You don't even mean that. So, yeah, yeah honestly, man. and this is why part of it is um, I, when I theorize with with homies, I do that like off internet like you know black you and me have shared some theories mm-hmm. in the chat or when we on psn um my boy jabari we we've, we've talked about it and without giving any spoilers um you know one of them about one piece during the wano arc was like yo we're likely going to get a new addition to the crew you no know, this was months ago when we started it was just like all right so who could it be and there was different definitely a couple possibilities but for those who are current to the manga, um, you see like, oh, okay, the main one, you, the main one, especially I was advocating for with my friends, they're mm-hmm. going to be they're going to be added soon. And so when the anime gets caught up to that, it's going to be fun. Like you mentioned, GB, yes, it is. just everyone being on the same page. I haven't watched an anime episode of One Piece since the end of Whole Cake. Um, I've just been enjoying the manga reading. I'm, I'm weird like that. Once I switch to manga, it's most likely it for me when it comes to the anime, unless there are specific things I want to see animated. And I'll, I'll be honest, as much as I enjoy reading Wano, I know that I'm going to have to binge watch the Wano arc because it'll just flow better rather than waiting week to week because there's a lot of action in Wano. There's a lot of stuff that you learn, a lot of information, a lot of like different plot lines. And so I'm I'm definitely excited for uh uh I, I you know, I've been hearing good things about the about the flashback episodes. People have been loving it. Um and I've seen the clips and I'm like, okay, you know, it's 
I can't wait till it's time for me to binge that arc because it's it's looking like it's doing justice for everybody. It's definitely a uh, and it looks good, bro. This is the first time I've enjoyed like really watching One Piece high. Normally, I, I like I can't watch One Piece high. Like I can read it high, but I can't watch it high. I'm just like, Ugh. this is the first time I really enjoyed a high watch. Uh, so like uh, Toei has really given me. Um, I guess inspiration that is never it's never too late for you to kind of upgrade and still like you should always be working on your craft and like pushing to the next level um so mm-hmm. uh with that being said i want to start the transition into today's topic which is uh the 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 title that's pending for me right now is eye of the tiger because this thought formed when i was watching rocky and um, really, this is about this is about anime and manga series that motivate you, like get you get you motivated, get you hyped to go do things. And Rocky has always been a series that captures that essence of like being from the gutter and, and working your way up. And I don't care like what stage of my life I'm in. Whenever I watch Rocky, it never fails. Like I always want to go work out. Like I feel like I got to go do some pull ups, some sit ups. I got to go knock out a set. Um, don't let it be Rocky Four. And the, and the Russian and the Russian is getting in, bro. I like, will I, break you. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Like yeah, that, that started my whole thought and my whole kind of process on how I came around. And I was thinking, you know, which anime series make make me feel that way? Whether it be you know the entire series, or if it was a moment that I had, or if it was a fight that happened, just seeing someone get in their bag for the first time. Whenever I felt that way. Uh, so that brought me to the episode that we're here having today, uh, that we finna get into in just a moment. Uh, let's do a yay or nay. So while I was kind of like reading up and trying to make sure, you know, I had good points to speak on, I found a common issue where there seem to be two types of people. Some people tend to group being inspired and being motivated into the same category. And some people tend to separate the two. So I would like for each of you to give me a yay or nay on uh, yay if you group the two together and why, and nay if you don't group those two things together and why. Okay. Um, for me, inspiration and motivation, I see them as two different things because inspiration for me is like, it, it, I have an idea, a creative idea that you know something has spurred spurred on but motivation is when i i want to put stuff into action like i want to actively get up and start doing like pursuing a task pursuing a goal rather than just like oh this is a great idea like i should plan out what this goal is doesn't mean i'm gonna pursue it you know motivation is when you put is when you put into action for me inspiration is just a thought it's just a thought planet um i know when somebody if something happens that inspires me nine times out of ten it also motivates me to either want to like be better or you know try to okay well i see this person you know giving an inspirational speech about working out and getting healthy because they just went through surgery or something like that and they're like you can do it we know you can do it that sort of that inspiration is like, all right, that instantly switches over to motivation. Like, okay, I can do this too. And, you know, there's a lot of different shows that have that, like, okay, I can do this. I can do this and just get you hyped for it. So I feel that they overlay. So I guess I would say they're 
not directly one in the same, obviously, because they are two different words, but I feel that they they intertwine a lot, like almost yin and yang status. So, uh, I am of that same kind of thinking. I definitely feel like they intertwine and overlap. Uh, inspiration to me is over a large period of time. So when I feel inspired, that's something that sticks with me and may push me through at least a week, but you know, I'm inspired to do something for a week or for a month or for a year or forever, depending on what it may be. Motivation is normally a momentary thing for me. Uh, when I have a feeling of motivation, I have to get up and do it right then. If I don't act on it at that moment, then the motivation quickly fades, it's fleeting in that sense for me. So I do separate them, but I definitely believe that they're connected because uh, like you just said, Al, when when that inspiration is there and you're inspired to do something, that feeling of motivation just kind of comes with it. Like that motivation flows and you, whenever you're doing an item, you feel motivated to do it. Uh, the reason I, I'm sorry, you was gonna say something? Yeah, no, I was just basically piggybacking off you. I feel that like way I think of the, in a the way I think of uh, motivation and inspiration, inspiration is thinking about taking that step. Motivation is finally taking the step. Yeah, putting stuff to action, putting stuff into action. Right. I, li- I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's what I look at it as. Well, you know, I decided to uh, Google it because it is a good thing. And like you mentioned, the English the English language is so, like, convoluted where words can be different, <laughs> like, but they look mean the same thing. So when you look up, like, the difference between inspiration versus motivation, what they say is that motivation is the act or process of giving someone a reason for doing something. Inspiration is more a person reaching a point of wanting to act, whereas uh, motivation is more of giving people reasons to act. Uh, thanks for looking that up, bro, because the reason that I ask these DNA questions is because I think it's a good way to kind of get the mindset of the people that are on that episode before we head into mm-hmm. the actual topic so that mm-hmm. um, you can see like how they came to the, to the, to the thoughts that they had while we, while we having this discussion. kind of gives us a ground zero to start with. So uh, the first thing, the first thing I want to know is what is it, what is it like when you're motivated? Like when you, when you have that feeling, that action to go do things, like does your behavior change? You have different quirks, uh, you know, for me, normally I feel motivated. Uh, it's always at random when it's not involving a piece of art, like a series or a TV show, it can be a random, mm-hmm. like I'll be outside and a bird will fly by and that bird will look free to me. And then all of a sudden I'm inspired to go take care of my financials. Cause I want financial freedom. I don't know how that works in my life, but that's normally how like motivation strikes me in day to day life. Uh, and when that happens, my behavior is very locked in. I'm very focused and I have to go do it. If it doesn't happen the way my ADHD is set up, it won't happen. Like it's, it's done for like I'm past it. And uh, but when it comes to like anime and movies and TV shows, uh, the motivation comes to me, and then I normally, I normally check out for a moment. I think because it comes through the form of a stimulus. Uh, when I'm motivated through like a, a TV show, like for instance, we'll just use a a basic one that everyone knows. Say I'm watching Naruto, and you know, Talk No Jutsu gets to me. It has mm-hmm. me feeling motivated that I too can go change the world or something. Uh, I check out on the rest of that episode. I check out on the world. Like things kind of change up for me. And then I find myself in my head 
first. Uh, just kind of like, what does that mean? Like, trying to translate that. And then once that episode is over, like, then the motivation, like, really sets in. I get up to go do something. So uh, that's my normal, like, pattern for feeling or being motivated. Y'all tend to follow, like, similar things? Or do you get up right away and walk away? Or like, what does that look so, like for y'all? When I'm inspired, I usually am inspired by my peers. That's where inspiration comes from for me. It's just um, seeing what my peers are doing and how how successful or unsuccessful they may be. And then I start getting creative ideas like, yo, there's stuff I could do to put a spin on it. And when I'm inspired, I get giddy. I get like low key, like a kid at a candy shop. I'm just mad excited. Um, but when I get motivated, that's when I get more arrogant. Um, uh, because certain things that end up motivating with me, which I know we're going to discuss later moments in like anime and whatnot that motivate us, I just get this higher sense of self where I do feel like, oh, nah, yeah, let me start doing this stuff now because who's going to stop me? Who's going to check me, right? Um, so like I mentioned, inspiration usually comes from my people and peers around me, and then it just snowballs. It just begins to snowball. Like I... I could be with the homie at the comic book shop and he was just talking about some stuff and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Okay. I got an idea forming in my head. Then you next thing you know, I'm in a comic book shop and then I'm looking at everything. And it, has anyone ever seen the show Numbers? If you have, you know how one of the uh, the brother of the police officer, um, one of the protagonists, how he ends up seeing the world is just the numbers coming up. and whatnot. That's how I get what I'm inspired. The, images pictures words they just start to appear in the air and i'm just starting to puzzle them to uh piece them together um and it's especially worse when i'm not sober you think you neo in the matrix (laughs) (laughs) i end up feeling like a savant yo but when i'm not sober oh my goodness it just gets on a whole nother level where i just get way too excited like i said too giddy like, I was at the comic book shop, and I was nowhere near 100% sober, and I'm just looking at all these comics, and all of a sudden, I'm saying, yo, this is idea. This is collab collab material right here. Um, I can do this with so-and-so. This one can be with so-and-so. Like, oh, people would like this. This is a great way to do this. And then my ideas just get really extra, and sometimes I need to talk to somebody to be like, all right, Abe, like, take a breather. You're getting mad creative. I see your vision, but can you actually implement that? And then I have to be like, wait, wait, realistically, can I do that? Like, these ideas sound great on paper, but when you put them into practice, is it possible? Um, so it, it's it's like night and day for me, night and day. Yeah. I find myself much more, I'm inspired much more often than I am motivated. So <laughs> I have books upon books of ideas, concepts, collabs, things I want to do, just everything's just written down and just waiting to go. And then rarely do I have the motivation just to do everything on my plate. I don't I don't know if like I overwhelm myself with the amount of ideas I have and then I kind of like give myself some type of like anxiety or depression. But um, I feel inspired much more often than I feel motivated. And that's something I'm trying to address now. Like I, I go, I expressed on the on the first episode of the season that I've been going to therapy. So like, that's one thing I'm working on in therapy. Like how do I maintain my energy and my motivation to like, uh, to, to match the energy of my brain, like my body and my spirit don't always keep up with my brain. And, and like, that's becoming a problem in my adult life. So, uh, 
yeah, like, shout out to you for, like, having that inspiration and that motivation that both hit you, bro, and you able to kind of, like, act on it and do stuff, because I don't always have that that feeling or that ability to go do it right away. I feel it, yeah. Uh, Congratulations to you, because mental health is super, super important. And super people important. Gotta, yeah, people got to understand that seeking therapy doesn't mean that you have issues, because there's that stigma that, oh, you have to be down bad to seek therapy. Nah, yo, you could be feeling great. Therapy is still going to be great because you want to have someone to to talk to, someone to, who can who's licensed to kind of just help you maneuver through your own head. Because, you know, at the end of the day, our worst enemies can end up being ourselves, right? You know, we can overthink things. We can downplay things. We can really affect our own moods drastically. And I always, I'm always happy, especially when, um, black people and and black men and black women say like yo i'm i'm going to start therapy for this that or the other i'm just like yo i'm proud of you and low-key jealous because i want to seek therapy too like i i'm a confident person you know i i don't i I know i got issues for sure but i'm still a confident person because i know i don't go through um the struggles that others may go through because uh it just how I was raised and whatnot, but I surely want to seek therapy because I think it would be a great, that first session, that first therapy session, I know it's going to be so fire. Whether I, I'm I'm in emotional or whatnot, I'm, I know it's going to be great as hell. So I'm just waiting, biding my time, trying to get make sure everything's right, doing my due research because I don't want to, I see uh, seeking therapy like marriage. You know, you, you don't want to end up bouncing between different therapists. Like you don't want to be bouncing around in marriage. You just want to find the one meant for you, so you I'm, I'm really a, happy to hear that, GP. You can't be like a therapist, man, and just bounce from therapist to therapist, like a jiggle. Talking to different people the whole time? No? You know, it don't work that way? Yeah, yeah like, you I, know, I, want, I want one therapist. No, that's, I want that's, one. that's that's Linda. Me and her didn't even talk like that, G. I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a horror type guy, so if it's five therapists talking to me, let's get it. Like, listen, hey, listen, we can listen, unpack a whole bunch of stuff right now. Like, I, I got a therapist to talk about. Hey, don't worry, ladies. I got enough. I got enough. I got enough D, and by D, I mean demons. I got enough demons for all y'all. I got enough of y'all. It's going to take you five of y'all to handle me at this point. We got a lot of unpacking to do, dog. For real. I'm keeping it hunted, though. I Hey, you know me. I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat it when it comes to like serious conversation. But mm. I mean, just listening to you two, like for real, like it, it be like that sometime. And like, um, I'm I'm a guy who analyzes a lot. I'm known for it. I've been told like I'll sit back and not say anything and analyze my entire situation before I even speak a single word. And so naturally, with you two going first, all I was able to do was just listen and analyze. And I'm like. <laughs> you guys are breaking it down before I even had to get to it. And it makes a lot of sense. So like, um, inspiration, like for me, I can be inspired to truly do something. And but the similar to what GB was just saying, um, that first step to get me motivated is a bitch. I'm going to keep it hunted. Like, um, it helps though because if you got friends that are literally give you that push to get that first step going once my first step going i'm in it I'm in it like um just speaking about just um uh, the podcast in general um mayo knock mixer was done via me and um me and um my little bro um george stenator and um it took a toll when he passed away i mean it'd be the first two people to let you know like that it took a lot out of us it's like losing a part of yourself 
And, um, you know, I was tried to do the monologue and tried doing it by myself and it just wasn't working. And my and I can mix it sat there for about two years. And I was like, man, I want to do it, but I just, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. And then little bro, little bro, a came in and was like, Hey, nah, dog. Like you, you, you got anime knowledge, dog. Like the people need to know about your anime knowledge. And it took that push from little bro to just be like, all right, I'm gonna do it. All right, I'm gonna do it. And you know, and hey, no, he just had to keep pushing. He kept agging me. He's like, no, nah, you got this. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I was it. on this nigga's ass. Yeah. He was on me though. But the thing is though, once I got started, now look where it's at. And yeah, people know that. Like it takes like that first step for me is the most difficult step. And I have no problem admitting that the first step is difficult. But once I get into something, I throw so much energy into it. They're like, damn. It really was that first step that yeah it's that first yeah. step for me and i i want to do so much but just like you said sometimes you want to do like a gazillion different things but you can't even start one because that first step is mm-hmm. so troubling so literally it takes for my friends my family my close ones to just honestly give me the motivation which is going back to what we're saying give me that motivation give me that prep talk give me that all right, Al, we know you're good at it. Let's just get it on pen and paper. Or let's get it recorded. Or let's do that. And once I start, I'm like, all right, I'm in this G thing. Now I'm I'm here. So that inspiration's always swirling around me. Like I got so many things. Uh, like at the back end of the year, I want to learn to start learning how to do sign language. I'm like, why do I even want to learn how to do that? Because I want to. I was inspired because I saw a video the other day and I was like, that'd be something cool. But that motivation, that first step sometimes is a, is brutal to get started. So mm-hmm. bringing it back to what you were saying, like inspiration, yeah, you can inspire about a lot of things, but sometimes that motivation ain't always there. But with the right people in your corner, you can get that motivation. They'll be right there to push you. And once you get the ball going, man, it go from zero to 100 real fast, real, real yeah, fast. Yeah. Just snowballs, <laughs> just snowballs, and yeah. that's when, and that's when you start to see the fruits of your labor realized, mm-hmm. and that's when you start to feel better, and it keeps you motivated. Because let's be real, we're all content creators here, and as we've already alluded to, there are moments where we just, just can't do it. Like we just you go tap, into slump. Like, like you, yeah, burnout. yeah, that burnout can be real, and you know, like I said, I mentioned earlier. I'm not exempt from from burnout. There's there's been many times where I'm just like, look, man, I don't know if this is worth it. Um, I just don't feel like doing anything this week. I mean, my most recent burnout was actually a couple months ago with the whole um, editing and and whatnot. I was just spending so much time with work, with uh, editing other people's stuff that I completely neglected Osa and A for about two months, where we didn't drop an episode for for weeks, and uh, it took it took the homie to be like, look, a love you, you, you know, you the homie, but you're spending a lot of time putting your energy elsewhere when you know where your passion lies and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true, but you know, I just don't have time. It's like, is it that you don't have time or you just don't want a lot time, you know? And so I finally realized that some things had to shake for sure. Some things had to shake, and then I got back into it. Um, got back into into podcasting from my own podcast and even appearing on other podcasts and then boom the snowball effect you start to see the results and it just made me happy again it just made me like all right this is definitely what this you know when people talk about what is your passion my passion mm-hmm. honestly is just engaging with others podcasting editing for others just content creation as a whole 
Like, and as a result, that's why I decided, like, you know what? Dog, I'm gonna do this John full time. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna I like to take risk. I like to I like to walk into the unknown. And this is one of those big life decisions that I decided with stuff that had happened at work and how that that went about just a lot of toxic toxicity. And I really thought about it like, yo, my the last four years for me have been full of toxic vibes with certain relationships, with all my work with all my work uh, uh place relationships too. I just said I need to get out of that and I need to focus on on being around people that I can vibe with and that don't make me feel drained and that still inspire me. Like I said, I get inspired by people. So I need to be around people um, to to then move on and get motivated to to do all this content creation that I'm doing. And and I'm really pleased that where things are at right now, I'm really pleased where things are trending. Like I've, I've recently started streaming, recently started streaming and I've been having fun with it. I enjoy it. It's like this is streaming has is, is been meant for me. And I always talked about streaming with the homies. And I'm like, yo, we should. It'd be dope. You know, we're all funny and just never did it because I again, that's where we talk about inspiration. I was inspired, but I wasn't motivated to do it. And then recently I've been motivated to finally do it. And I've been having fun. You know, it's a grind. Let's let's not pretend that it is not a grind. It is definitely a grind <laughs> to do anything that we do, whether it's podcasts, whether it's editing, whether it's streaming, it's a grind. But when when you enjoy it and when mm. you keep yourself motivated, that grind ends up being more of like just a fun journey. Like, you know, gaming, you're you're just going through the, the campaign and you're having fun with it. Most definitely. Uh, we're definitely on the road to level up. Uh, it seems like that we all are similar in the sense that uh, we're analytical. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, we have lots of moments of inspiration where ideas and uh, creativity strikes us, but we seem to lack those moment those moments of motivation. As I was kind of preparing and thinking about this episode, one thing that I realized was like an aspect of motivation was that sense of optimism. And for analytical people like us, we find ourselves often on the realist side of the spectrum where we kind of mm-hmm. look at reality and kind of like be realist. And unfortunately, that sometimes causes us to lean more to like the pessimistic side of the spectrum yeah. too. And when that optimism doesn't always play uh, a part in your life as often as it should, you tend to like kind of lack those motivating moments because like things will hit you and it should have motivated you, but like the the logic, so to speak, part of your brain will look at it like, yeah, cap. I don't really think that's gonna happen. It, it don't play out that way in real life. Um, yeah. It's kind of like we're kind of like your brain is working in Shonen when, you know, it should be working in Shonen, which led me to think like since Shonen is a, a genre that is based in optimism uh, because of who was geared at. So, you know, you had these stories that are endearing and extremely optimistic to the viewer. Uh, is Shonen the perfect video for moments of motivation and inspiration? It is for me because I'll if I'm thinking of Shonen, I always think of the same damn moment. And it's gotta be the moment where Deku was told by All Might that he can become a hero. That moment alone motivated the holy shit out of me. I was like, you know what? And it wasn't just that. It was the music that was behind it. It was the look at a young boy being told that his dream is not dead. Being told by his idol. 
not just any person, not his mom, not his dad, his idol, the person that he is admired for God knows how long since he was little. Existence, he told bro. That his, his dream is not dead and I am going to help you get to your dream. There's nothing that tops that. Because even if somebody tells you that in real life, I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger trying to become a football player that my idol, Jerry Rice, to be like, you know what? I'm going to train you so that you can become a pro football player. You want to talk about the motivation of wanting to run through a brick wall at that point. You know what I mean? So Shoney literally sets up the perfect – it sets up the perfect image of just being able to make sure that you can be told you can do it. Again, being an analytical guy, the analytical men that we are – if somebody tells you no a bunch of times, sometimes you can overcome that and be like, all right, I'm motivated. I can get this. Or, oh, I'll prove you wrong. But, hey, all it takes is just one off day for us, and we'd be like, man, I told no too many times. But literally, that moment always replays in, in my mind. Ever since I've seen that episode of My Hero Academia, that moment always has replayed. And it's like, bro, that moment just to see that young man break down and cry and be like, you know what? I can do this. It always motivated me for sure, so. I think a moment. Uh, go ahead. No, bro. you go ahead. No, you go ahead, GB, because this I I'm low key set myself up for for the, your run by faith tournament with what I have. So I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I want him to go, GB. No, I want him to go now. Let him go. I I, I got I got hey, I gotta hey, hear what you finna say. No, hey, hey, <laughs> you can't you can't ahead. just hey, you, you can't, can't just drop the disclaimer like that and then try to shy away from <laughs> from the spotlight, bro. Go ahead, tell us what you was finna say, G. Going from being motivated this boy, this boy finna say, uh, my motivated moment was killing so... somebody in the episode. Like, okay, right. Pain getting his way in Naruto, right. coming back and fighting them niggas out. Wiping out the whole damn village. <laughs> Look, oh, I, I, the disclaimer is this: I am not a TL villain. I'm just misunderstood. Uh, right? nah. Um, we are misunderstood. Um, and if you ask why I say we, well, if oh. you know me, you'll know why I say we. That's all that needs to be said. But for me, when it comes to Shonen and where my motivation comes from, um. It actually comes from conflict when I watch Shonen, as you guys jokingly alluded to. You guys didn't know how right you were. Uh, and, and the example I'll use is uh, Kuroko's basketball. Um, just because it's been a, I, I'm currently, I was rewatching it and I've rewatched it. I've watched Kuroko's basketball for the first time earlier this year. And then like last month, I rewatched it again. And uh, a moment that motivated me was when Atsushi, uh, used his emperor's eye and dropped Kagami and others. And it's just like that confidence. Because at this moment, Atushi is your is your uh, antagonist. And his, his statement, like, I am absolute. For me, I got motivated. Because like I said before, when I'm motivated, I feel extra cocky. I'm, I'm the confidence... There is no more confident person in Kuroko's basketball than Atsushi <laughs> and his emperor's eye. I'm just like, yo, I know that he's, you know, he's going to take the L. But I watch that and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm motivated to act now. Um, similarly. That doesn't, that doesn't make you a villain, bro. I, I 100% agree with you I, at you that know, moment. Some, like... some people, and, you know, when you look at us, uh, projects like, um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Naruto or whatnot. But, for example, you look at Bleach. Or, you know what, I'll just say it like this. The villains in anime are usually what um, get me motivated. 
mainly be for the most part and and it's based on the anime i've watched for the most part because you start to see what they're doing and what their uh what their goal is and i start to think like you know what it's time to put some stuff into action because these these villains they put their thoughts they put their ideas into actions this is why they're moving such a way and look guys for the most part I tend to side side with the villains. You know, when people are like, who are your favorite characters? I'm usually pointing at the villains like, yeah, that's my favorite character for sure. You know, Dolph Flamingo, Darth Vader, Dark Side. Dolphy. Dolphy yeah, is my nigga, bro. <laughs> well, like, Dolphy is my book, bro. I put Dolphy above damn near every villain in anime when you it know. comes to I, I love Dolphy. I, except for like Kira uh, from, from, from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, hell, Dio badass as hell. I'm looking at Dio. I'm like, yo, you a petty dude, but like, I'm yeah, wrong. Dio is Kira. I think Dio I'm is saying, I'm saying Kira. Kira is yeah, my Kira. And, and I'm pointing to Dio too because I'm like, you know, just uh, not only Kira, but Dio low key. I'm just like, you know what, you petty dude, but I feel it, you know. And so it ends up being that the <laughs> villains inspire me and uh, villains motivate me. And um, the thing too is is the final thing I'll say on this is that conflict when the mc or mcs are put in a situation where they they must know despair um to to be dramatic that's when in that moment i also get motivation too because i'm like the way i see it is that look at these guys they are at their lowest right they're at their lowest yeah and, oppression and, and, <laughs> And and for me, and for me, it's just like, no matter what's going on in my life, I haven't I I haven't reached that type of low. I've only reached that low once, and um and Black mentioned that that was when uh, we lost a G. That's when I really can say that for the first time in my life I felt depressed. But outside of that, when I watch anime and whatnot, when the MCs are in that moment of despair. I get motivated like all right i need to start i need to start acting because there i have no reason not to act like you see these mcs go through it all whether they're successful in coming out of it or whether it crushes them i'm like i'm not going to let myself get crushed I, I i refuse i refuse to take l's like that i refuse to lose because at the end of the day i know that god's got my back and i'm gonna win no, no matter what no matter what difficulties i face no matter what trials i face I'm going to win because that's how confident I am in myself. That's how much trust I have in myself that I'm going to make the best out of any situation. I am going to allow myself to know victory. I am going to, I'm, would, I can't have no nigga look at me and be like, damn, you down bad. Like you ain't, you ain't ever going to see nah, yo, nah, I'm going to win no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes, no matter what I got to do, I'm going to know victory. Like Atsushi said, I am absolute. That is who yes, I am uh, absolute in this world. So that's what, you know, if, if people see that, it's like, oh, this nigga, whole village. It's like, look, it's, I'm just misunderstood. I'm just misunderstood. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's, funny that you, it's funny that you brought him up as your example because um, he's not the example that I'm going to use for this conversation. But um, that was my favorite character from the show next to actual Kuroko. And mm-hmm. when I was watching mm-hmm. the show, since Sensei just got me to watch the show, uh, you know, last year, and Noob kept telling me, like, watch it, it's gas, it's gas, it's gas, like, you're going to love it. 
And so he's watching it. Um, even when they were like foreshadowing that he's the big baddie and you know his time is coming, I kept telling him like something about that character. And since he's like, yeah, he probably gonna be your favorite. Like he gonna be the nigga that you gonna vibe with, that you gonna fuck with, uh, style wise and just like kind of way he yeah. views the world and everything. So he pulls up and instantly I'm like, I am absolute, bro. I love that shit. Like I, I yeah. love his old demeanor. Like, I love his approach. Um, that is a cold ass line. And the fact that he just like puts this nigga on his knees, like, fuck you mean? Do you know who I am, G? So like the whole, just the whole, the whole scene, everything about it, the energy. Oh, bro, like, like you can't beat that. So that type of energy, like, I really fucked with, and that was one of the things that kind of motivated me uh, to get out of slump I was having at that time because, um, it's like I struggled, and I had these talks with the secretary all the time, where you know she's trying to help me with my, with my social skills, and not that I can't interact with people, but just I choose not to interact with people a lot. Just like fuck it, like the niggas not on my level, I don't want to talk to them, and so. Um, I, it makes me it makes me struggle sometimes because I'm trying to find a balance between being more social and more like open to people, but at the same time being true to myself, and seeing that scene for some reason made me believe that, okay, like this man, the captain of the basketball team, he's gonna run the whole nation one day. Like I too can be me <laughs> and make a couple changes, and it's gonna all be all right. Like I don't I don't have to totally go to the other side of the spectrum to be accepted in this world. So that was a moment for me. Uh, the actual shonen moment that I do want to present, that was uh, that was like very inspirational and 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 hit home for me, came from the winner of our last round of fate tournament when we did uh, best senseis, uh, Kuro sensei. Kuro sensei. And so, yeah. If, if, if anybody has ever seen yeah. Assassination Classroom. You you know that is a shonen series that is rife with moments of inspiration, motivation, heartbreak. Uh, you will go through the full gamut of emotions when you watch an assassination classroom. Mm-hmm. And um, Kuro Sensei has a moment with the kids when he talks about failure, and he tells them like the only difference between the novice and the master is that the master has failed more times than the novice mm-hmm. has tried. Yep. And that that shit was like. Mm-hmm. Low key, like the ICDC commercial from back in the day, like get your ass off the couch. You sitting at home, you ain't doing nothing. Like, you ain't got nothing going on with your life. Get your ass up. So like, like that that hit home for me with Coral Sensei. That moment was special to me. I I was like, real shit. Like I'm I'm sitting here down on myself because this podcast episode didn't upload right, or we had a glitch in the audio, or you know the last episode got. 300 listens and for some reason this episode only did 85 listens i can't figure it out like what went wrong and then you know i'm sitting there watching that stuff like with you know coral sensei is going through and i'm thinking about those lines those moments and i'm like bro you just got to keep going like so what you failed this one time like you got these successes and you just got to keep trying if you ever want to be master of your domain master of your craft you got to keep going and so for me that was the motivation to get my ass up i think uh i was doing a rewatch at the time and that particular scene goes off, bro. I instantly got up and just walked in the room and hopped on Adobe Audition and got to like trying to work on edits. And niggas that know me know that I hate editing, bro. It like when the pod gets to the point that we have money to hire an editor, that will be the first thing I probably outsource is an editor. <laughs> I I do not like editing. Like it's just not my thing. I don't want to do it. But also I have a vision for the pod. So I think for right now until I can like 
establish that vision and that that kind of creative direction it makes no sense to have an editor because then you i got it reset like i got to constantly explain to whoever the editor is like okay i don't think you quite getting what i'm laying down you're not picking it up uh and you know we got that whole back and forth i don't want to go through that but uh yeah that is a moment that uh really gets me motivated really gets me inspired and i and i think that that moment is really only possible uh to that level to that extent through shonen or at least to this point i haven't felt it through like a seinen uh i haven't felt it through uh jose Maybe through shoujo comparable, uh, when I watched uh, my love story and kind of seeing like uh, Takio go through what he went through with uh, Yamato. I'm watching uh, it now. Oh man, GB, bro, that, like that's just some cute gas, ain't it? It, it bro, it's beyond <laughs> cute. And Takio, like Takio, reminds you of like a honestly, Takio sort of reminds you of like a, a big guy. Like if you've ever had a big guy running around campus, you know what I mean. He's always misunderstood. Yeah. He looks like he's the beast, like he can't be talked to. But he held it down to earth, and man, you want to talk about some love gas, bro? He loved his girlfriend. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He loved that woman to his to the death of him for real. Like that, bro, he that's don't see he gas, don't see bro. shit else. He don't see shit else but her, and no. definitely he a big guy. I've always been a nigga who's like, I'm always the skinny, like smart dude, and for some reason it's always like. A big nigga to want to be my friend and we always like hit it off it's always a big funny nigga to want to be cool with me i I don't understand how that dynamic always happens but like i definitely vibe with uh takio and uh what's his best friend's name is suna Suna. yeah suna i definitely vibe with them because that's the vibe that i've had with so many of my friendships in the past so like that whole that whole anime was just a blessing it was a beauty to watch shout out to panda the don for recommending that one to me uh one of my favorite recommendations that have come from Panda. Uh, I watched it with the secretary, and it was just cool. Like it takes you back to high school. You think about mm-hmm. um, kind of like the the same problems she was going through back then. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, not even knowing how to hold hands, like weird stuff like that. So uh, I, I've had moments in there where I felt inspired. So I'll I'll say the shoujo can also be a conduit uh, conduit for inspiration and motivation. But I just think hands down, shonen just takes the cake. When it comes to that, like a show, and no one does it like a shonen series. When you, especially if you consider like the main trope, when you got the block, the blockhead, dumbass MC that just like just keeps working his ass off and beating his head against the wall, mm-hmm. and then finally like boom, he's God. Uh, when they tell that story right, even though it's kind of like boring and it's not really my personal favorite character arcs, it you can't help but you know appreciate the yeah, like it gets me hyped up. I feel it. Uh, Shonen is one that does it right. No, um, just bring it back when you bring up Shonen. Like one of the one of my favorite anime, my top five anime is um, Gurren Lagann. And honestly, between the dynamic of um, Simon, Amira, and um, Ayoko, it wasn't that you know wasn't just Kamiya just basically being all about him and being like yeah it's me it was the fact that he motivated Simon into making sure that Simon knew he can do it you know Simon was basically like really you know quiet really timid didn't have that motivation but Kamiya was like nah dog we gonna get after this dog we gonna (laughs) leave the underground we gonna go up to the surface and it just took one push that one little thing 
and before you know it, he up. And then not only that, just Gurren Logging just has so many quotes. Like I be on the timeline all the time. Oh, like man, like pierce the heavens. Like believe in the me that believes in you. Like. Who do you think that's, you that's are? That's the one, bro. It's, Believe in the me that believes. That's well, the that, one, bro. That, that's my quote. Like, literally, my my own life quote is believe in yourself. And so when I heard Kamiya say, believe in the me that believes in you, I said, damn, he, he talking about my whole life, my whole life aura right now. Like, for real, like, Kamiya literally <clears> got Simon basically to believe in himself. And Simon ended up becoming that dude after unfortunately i'm not gonna spoil it but if you ain't seen obviously Gurren logging just just know that after simon becomes that guy in the beginning he looks just like a little runt but at the end nah dog he literally boxing with god like literally boxing with god so it's just like those quotes can be translated so much into life like seriously like when you hear something like pierce the heavens you're like what does that even mean but when you sit down and think pierce the heavens shoot high aim for the stars you know what i mean like that type of motivation keeps you going and it's just it's simple words but when you start to analyze them you're like man that's real talk like seriously and yeah man like seriously like you want to talk about a motivated character <laughs> Kamina was that dude bro he had so much swag it was absolutely insane but he knew how to keep people going he motivated everybody so yeah man shonen shonen does it right dog for real <laughs> it's weird it's weird as hell not having sensei on the pod right now because like you say Gurren Lagan, and i'm just so used to hearing him like garan lagan garan lagan back to the throw back to the episode that we you know we guested on with uh aaron from black anime podcast when he said that and it just like it stuck it became a thing so whenever someone says uh Gurren Lagan, I always hear him like Garan Lagan, and everybody just says it. And it, it like it's weird not having him with me right now. Uh, but yeah, man, pierce the heavens, believe in the me that believes in you, bro, is is a thing. Um, that like that is a feeling that can only be inspired by like your dog or some shit. That like the way your dog believes in you, bro, right? Is the, is the way you gotta believe in you. And that's uh, the truth because your pet well. Yo, Pat will un, like undeniably believe in any and everything that you do. Your dog, you could be yeah. sitting there angry at the world. Your dog, like, what's up? I'm with the world too. This gonna be plus yeah, one bro. versus the world. Yeah, like, bro. it don't matter. <laughs> Yo, dog. I remember seeing a meme back in the day where it's like me stands up, my dog. I'm with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> I'm with it. Like your dog don't even know why you going to war. Your dog, I, I don't, I don't know where we going, bro. I don't know what we about to do, but I'm riding. Let's oh, do this man. shit. That's Let's roll, bit. friends. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, give me a couple six because okay, so we got uh from Al, we got uh Gurren Lagan, Gurren Lagan. Uh, we got we've already listed uh assassination classroom. We've listed you yep. know parts of Naruto. Uh, you got a couple apes, some series that that like have gotten you hype, that have had the motivation built in. Like I said, I need conflict and despair. Um, and <laughs> my hero is definitely one of those. Um, although part of me can't really explain too much because it would be spoilers for those who are anime only. But uh, yeah, but uh. One one of the for anime only fans that they can uh, point to. <sighs> this is gonna sound real real bad, but yes. I know where you're going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know Endeavor, 
and um, how the last season ended with Endeavor be basically being put on the spotlight. Hey, hold on, Ooh. hold on. Hey, real quick, real quick. <clears throat> uh, this is A from the A by Osa podcast. The views and opinions reflected by A do not reflect the views and opinions of the Worst Generation podcast. All right, bro, take it away. Or does it reflect the um, <laughs> Mind Like a Mixers uh, podcast as well? Go ahead. Honestly, Take okay, it away, bro. I, I need to include one more disclaimer as well. This does not reflect <laughs> the opinions of Osahan, who is one half of the Osahan. This is purely just the A portion of the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> so everybody, because you, you know that my hero fandom is toxic, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you, everybody knows the Endeavor storyline that is um, oh, currently everybody's been introduced to, and how basically he's been painted as um to most people as like a terrible abusive father and whatnot right and how Todoroki is currently handling that for me that family conflict I see that I I I saw that well I read it first in the manga but then I did watch it I actually that's the only part of last season that I watched I watched just to see that portion get played out um I was I was just sitting there and I'm like all right Endeavor, Endeavor is down bad because we all know Endeavor's story. He has always felt that you know he deserves. He's been chasing that number one spot, but it's it's been, mm-hmm. it's been elusive because you have All Might, the the symbol of peace, the symbol of hope, basically the Superman of my hero, right? right. And when uh, he finally went down, thanks to All for One. Um, well, let me not say thanks to because we were going to think like, oh, you sympathize with AFO. Look, I don't sympathize with AFO, but he is a dope villain, right? Um, oh, and when Endeavor, Endeavor finally Debatable. got that number one spot, you look at him and that sense of arrogance that he had, the self of, that sense of self-righteousness, watching Dobby expose him and the world, wait, wait, like... Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure this isn't spoiler-related? Yeah, because I, I, don't, I don't watch the anime, no, so no. I don't know where the anime is. I'm assuming that you know. Okay, I know I'll where say, it is. There was only so, there was only one moment where Dobby even came in, and that was at the end of C, at the end of last season, where after the fight where he fights the Nobu, and then um, Endeavor sitting there basically trying to recover with um, Hawks there as well, and then Dobby comes out from like the smoke, and they have a small oh. conversation for a second. See, never it mind. Wasn't much. Already, I almost spoiled stuff. So yeah, just I'm... know that that <laughs> Endeavor's uh, downfall was motivating for me, and and the aftermath of it. You know, people questioning Endeavor because they're like, "Yo, damn." I really, here's my here's my here's my thing with Endeavor. Then to, to like pick up the conversation, but not spoil. Because I think like no matter what you say right now, you're trying to spoil. So uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to. I just realized yeah, that I can't really share anything because the yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I got. I got this. Here's my thing with Endeavor right now, and one of the things is it's kind of sad, but it's is is real. It is what it is. You know, um, I've dealt with like pain. I've had a dark past. Like I've dealt with uh, you know dark thoughts of you know not being in this world, all types of things like that. So when it comes to having storylines that kind of like deal with abuse or things like that these are storylines that i can look at and identify with because i've like came from them uh not so much as all in abuse but i get it right seeing the people be able to 
right their wrongs or have redemption or fix those arcs and go forward do inspire a level of motivation within me and seeing that full character arc to see people take accountability and try to have responsibility uh for their actions in the past do give me feelings of inspiration and motivation that you know it's never too late to right the wrongs and fix the things that are in your past i am not one of those people that believe that um you know endeavor is irredeemable and there's no way that he can you know try to make a better life from what he did there are people out there that just believe that he should like burn in the pits of hell for you know his story and his background without spoiling i'm not one of those people like that those type of character arcs and that type of story gives me hope in a way to like kind of look at other people that that are around me or people in my life and be like you know things can change things can be better uh it motivates me to want to extend the olive branch sometimes or want to extend my hand and try again with people that i've been like you know what fuck it like I don't need that because um, part of my personality is that I will shut down on people quickly. Like, I'll just be like, mm, fuck it. Like, OK, you showed me this and that is going to be the sum of our relationship and I'm moving on. But uh, I don't think that that should be the human condition as I see it. I, I do believe that I do need to practice like forgiveness and practice kind of like extending myself a little bit more. So that's part of it. So uh, reading through endeavors arc in the manga without giving spoilers has given me a nice level of inspiration and motivation as yeah. i look at certain situations that have occurred in my life i 100 percent feel you there if that there is, is what you're trying a, to say there's an anime uh, partially um you're you're more on the optimistic side i'm more on the like i enjoy the consequences and and that but i guess i'll explain it best with code Geass. And and black. Mm, I was wondering. I was wondering if you were gonna say it. Cause I'm like, yeah, you don't talk I was about like, Kogias. I'm gonna talk about Kogias. I was like, I might as well talk about Kogias because that's completed. I could talk about that. Like, if I spoil it, that don't matter because it's been out for years. Like, that's that's on yes. you. Right? All right. Yes. There's one particular scene, a series of events. It's when Lelouch is at the stadium. Um, oh my God! You go yeah. in there. Okay. So he, one All of his right. sisters, a princess, he accidentally no, no, he... uses his Gios on her, right? And uh, long story short, he accidentally makes his sister commit mass mass murder, right? Um, ultimately leading to her death and whatnot. That scene itself was phenomenal to me because this is the moment of trying to broker peace. You're thinking like, all right, this is where you can conclude, right? You can conclude the series right here, honestly. Like, this is the episode that is, this is the climax, and then probably do another episode or two to really speak about, all right, this is how it wrapped up nicely. But of course, they didn't do that. So he uses Gias. Shorty ends up committing mass murder. He's, he's devastated. He's completely devastated. And for me, what motivated me was that, like, look, my man's... He underestimated his responsibility. He underestimated his skill. And he didn't he didn't have full control. Because one of the things that you learn throughout this series is that this man is learning to to use this. He he chanced upon this Gios, especially since this is one of the weakest ones. As as the result of it being one of the weakest ones, he completely underestimated. But if you use it right, it can be one of the most powerful tools in your arsenal, especially with the mind that Lelouch has. And so seeing that seeing that event happen and the way he it react he reacted to it it completely changed him completely changed him it was the biggest turning point of the series for his character development in my opinion that motivated me to to start getting stuff into action because at the end of the day it was like hey 
do you underestimate yourself? And I'm like, yo, there are times that I do. There are definitely times that I underestimate myself. But why? Why? Why should I? You know, I have so many, I have such a confidence within myself. I, I know that I have the skills or I can learn the skills. I know that I can, I can motivate. I know I can inspire. I know I can be beneficial, not only to myself, but to others. So why, why just underestimate my value? You know, let me, let me not end up being like Lelouch where it's like, oh, you know, I don't take this for granted. I, I underestimate what I can do. And then, you know, fortunately for me, nothing drastic like mass murder is going to happen. But <laughs> there, there are consequences for underestimating yourself. There really are consequences, whether it's, it's self-inflicted and it's directly impacting you or impacting others. Because I, I'm the oldest of four, right? As an older brother, too, that's another uh, uh, motivating factor for me. It's like, yo, I'm willing to go through the trenches if it means that my siblings can avoid going through those same trenches. They can avoid those battle wounds. I'm willing to take all the hits, yeah. all the shots necessary if it means that I get to protect my siblings. And Lelouch failed to protect one of his siblings he actually had no issues with. The princess that, that ended up doing all that, he actually had no qualms with her, had no beef with her, but yeah. he ended up failing her too. Like, she was an ally. He ended up failing her too. That motivated me like, nah, Abe, you got you to gotta walk with confidence. You got to walk with your head high and you just got to be like, look, whatever I do, even if it doesn't work out, for my siblings, that's a learning experience. That's something that's going to make their life easier, make their life better. So I guess that's mostly the, the reason why conflict and despair is such an attractive uh, component to me is because if I go through that, if I if I face it head on and whether I come out of it, come out of it unscathed or, or a bit, you know, hurt or whatnot. That means that my siblings don't have to go through it. My close friends, my family who who are looking at me and who want to engage on similar journeys or whatnot, they don't have to go through that stuff. Let me let me be your shield, um, which is the reason why my second favorite player out of um, Kuroko after Atsuki. Tepe? Yeah, it's Tepe, it's, uh, Kiyoshi, Tepe Kiyoshi. It's because there's that scene where, you know, that match against uh, what's that school with one of the other uncrowned kings who was just Slytherin. <laughs> Basically, uh, he he was taking all that abuse, <laughs> taking all. He was like, "Yo, I'm willing to." Mind you, when we talk about Harry Potter, my favorite house and a house I've always tested into is the Slytherin house. So let that tell you what you want to know. Um, I was just <clears> like being the shield of your team, being the shield of your family, being the shield of your friends. That's just that's just my mindset. So I'm willing to take all the hits. I'm willing to take all the brunt because, like I said, all that conflict is just further motivation. Like, yo, it could be worse. It could be worse. And do you want this to happen to your friends? Do you want this to happen to your family? Like, even though anime is exaggerating, it's, it's fantasy. Like, none of my friends or family members are about to commit mass murder. I already know that. I don't hang with those type of people. But how do you, do you want them to go the oh, Lord? I hope not, because that's no cool say, a tough predicament, right? Let, let um, me pray. Let me pray. Would they now. tell you, bro? Would they tell you? <laughs> would they tell? <laughs> Low key, I feel like they would, because I feel like they think I sympathize. <laughs> hey, and, hey, hey, bro. You know hey, what? tomorrow I'm finna go out. I'm aiming for at least sixty. But <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I can get to a hundred, <laughs> I'll just say this. Look, um, won't be me. 
We'll discuss. We'll discuss your actions behind the scenes, not on public forums, right? You know I mean? Like we'll talk about it, and and we'll come to something there. <laughs> as long as they don't set themselves up for failure, you know, I'm 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 willing to listen and hear people out, right? So let but, me uh, uh, let me let me ask something else there while we at it. I guess there's like this uh, other people I spoke to. There's like this singular train of thought that motivation should inspire you to do better or do, you know, quote unquote, good in the world. Um, And it shouldn't inspire you to want to, in your case, go through the bullshit and take more pain or take more shots. And you see that as a good intention, but other people might, other people might look at your actions and be like, you know, that's not really motivation. That's just like, you got sent off, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, how much of the motivation aspect is relevance to your actual life and the possibility that some people are looking at moments in these anime uh such as they might look at the akashi moment and be like that didn't motivate me at all like i more so identify with kagami and when kagami got put on his knees like that i felt broke down does it matter which characters you identify that produce the moments of motivation or inspiration or can a moment be universal uh, there are definitely, definitely universal moments. There are definitely universal moments, uh, in my opinion. Um, but it's also very subjective. Not everybody is the same. Like, I'm pretty sure when people listen to this episode, a majority of people are going to be like, yeah, I don't know what A was on. Like, none of that, none of that was <laughs> ever motivated me or whatnot. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But for me, it has motivated me. And do you see me out here killing people? No, obviously, I'm not like psychotic, you know? Um, I've I've done good and whatnot. It's just I'm I'm different, you know. Like I said, we are different, and uh, it's not a bad thing, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, my I I have a very selective group of friends, and I also understand that I'm not everybody's cup of tea at all. It, it is what it is, and I'm actually preferred that way, because as someone as several people have told me, like on on Twitter my the more unfavorable sides of me are kind of exposed i guess since people can go on twitter and be like yo you're a tl villain and whatnot so i guess i i show off the more unfavorable sides but when you if you can accept that and like be like oh that doesn't really bother me and then you get to know me you get to see that oh abe is abe is actually like a sweetheart this is a guy who's always gonna have your back support you i mean Black can be a full testament to that. Black has known me for several years. He's 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 seen, he's heard, he's witnessed my highs and my lows for sure. But one thing no one can ever uh, uh, speak down or or say that is not true is the amount of support that I will give you if if I if I rock with you, if we rock with each other, I will go through hell and back for those I care about, and. If that is, if I get that mindset because of some of the st- motivating factors that people are like, that ain't motivating to me, is that really an issue? You know, is that going, you still see me doing good. You still see me helping others out. You can ask other people and be like, yo, Abe has been one of, the, one of the biggest supporters. You know, he's been on my corner. He's been helpful and whatnot. At the end of the day, the source of that motivation doesn't matter to me as long as it motivates you. You know, as long as you feel motivation and you're able to to put stuff into action, 
that is positive, of course. We don't. I don't want you motivated to go out there and rob a bank or nothing like that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not no saying ma- that. No mass murder. We're not condoning that. Yeah, yeah. We're not condoning violence or anything like that. But at the end of the day, the source of motivation it's always subjective, and it ultimately doesn't matter to me. As long as you get motivated and you're doing what you love, you're doing what you enjoy, and it's not a chore to you. I don't care where that source of motivation is. What about you, Al? You in agreement? You you believe that <clears throat> it could be both of them, universal moments and subjective uh, moments? Yeah, but I guess I lean more towards like I think motivation can be pulled from different sources. Like when Abe is referring to how he's like, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I want to make sure that you know that doesn't happen to me, or you know, like referring to the gentleman. I'm not for sure from Coroco's basketball that you referred to as the shield. Um, I sort of lean that way as well. It comes to chill, but overall, I think like you could pull honestly, you could pull inspiration and motivation from the weirdest places. One of the uh, anime that I know saw for sure is called D Greyman, and literally the entire time throughout D Greyman, D Greyman is a sinning, and it's sort of like Shonen, but technically it's a sinning because it's more dark. And literally the entire battle that the main character and his group of friends fought was a losing battle. Like literally every time they went into some type of match. They were in some type of fight or some type of battle. They were either losing limbs, losing arms, or losing people. Knowing that they're in a losing battle, they still have the motivation, the gumption to try their best to gut it out. And I feel that sometimes you can gain you can gain motivation and inspiration from darkness. Some people, when they hit the ground, they use the, the they use somebody's inspiration to get one knee off the ground and get up on their feet and so sometimes you know sometimes hitting the ground and sometimes basically you know going through the worst of it can also be the motivation that you want to come back stronger and sometimes you know some some shows do play that really well and uh, d grayman is one of those ones because even the main character alan walker he loses his arm at one point and he, he has to go through this whole montage of basically learning how that you know he is not about his arm it's about him and it's about his spirit so when he comes back, even from there, he gets a power-up, and the power-up still doesn't seem like it's enough. Yet he stays grounded, he stays motivated throughout his entire journey, along with his friend. Like, literally, she loses her legs at one point. And literally, they're, one of their final fights, they're literally fighting a creature that is completely powerful than both of them, but somehow, someway, they gut it out. And it's just that type of motivation from this, like, pulling out the w from the despair of the darkness like that motive that type of motivation has always been got to me so it's like you know you were referring to the gentleman that um he used his power i guess the, the basketball guy who used his power and dude fell to his knees i look at that as like okay well you put him on his knees but if he can get back up that's enough motivation to get through anything and everything and sometimes some people you know some people fall but that motivation when you see a uh, character fall instead of it being all sunshines and rainbows. No, when you see them fall, when you see them start to look dark, when you start to see that turn, and you know the whole anime turns, the music just gets all somber, and you don't know what the hell is about to happen next. When you see them pull themselves out of darkness, that can sometimes be the greatest motivation because everybody can relate being in the darkness at one point. Life is not about peaches and roses and candy canes. No, like 
there's a lot of dark stuff that happens in everybody's life. We all deal with death. We all deal with despair at some point in our lives. And so when we can get back up from those moments and dig ourselves out of that pit, dig ourselves out of that um, mind frame of just being, you know, being bad and being down, when you can pull yourself out of it, that sometimes that's the greatest feeling and the greatest motivation you can have. And there are certain animes that do that. Like I said, D. Grayman was one of those for sure. And so I think it is something about being being able to be motivated from different sides of the coin that means a lot. So when Abe says where he's motivated from and like how I said, you know, about how Deku became his thing, both of those are motivation. It's about being able to take that first step after you get that motivation to keep going. So inspiration can from, come from many, many different places. <clears throat> That's what a lot of people have to understand. So, yep. Uh, agreed. Um, something that, uh, you know, you just made me think of when you're coming from both sides of the coin, one anime or one anime character in particular that I found especially motivational to myself was uh, Furia from Ace of the Diamond. Mm. And he is a pro, he's a, he's an antagonist in the sense that he competes with the protagonist, but they're both on the same team. And mm. so normally when you have the rivalry of a character that busts his ass for everything he does and you have the genius on the other side of the coin and they become this rivalry, mm -hmm. you don't really get to see the hard work of the genius. But Fury is a character that is like blessed with all this talent and all this genius, um, but he still ends up in these situations when he's down bad. Uh, Ace of the Diamond is uh, shown in as very realistic in the sense that it doesn't hold back <clears throat> the the pitfalls and the trials that come with team sports in the sense that you can't mm -hmm. put everything on the back. You can't just take over and you won't always be in a situation that you like want to be in by your own merits like sometimes you have to step in and do the dirty work and see inferior do the work all the time even though he is the genius and still have to go back and practice his ass off and bust his ass and do more and more that's crazy like i find it to be mad motivational that talent doesn't matter and we know this to be true like we hear it over and over like talent doesn't matter but to see that for once, like the talent really doesn't matter, and it's the hard work that he's really putting in that's put him on that level of genius. Uh, that's an awesome, <clears throat> that's an awesome thing for me. And then, uh, as we touch on universal moments, uh, the universal moment for me really is a vibe. I think so much more than just the moment. Like you, you get that spirit, you get that vibe in the air. And although we've focused on you know shonen episode uh shonen series and we you know we mentioned one shoujo uh that's not to say that inspiration or motivational moments don't happen in other series uh one in particular for me i always talk about trigun but a motivation for me was just the actual character of vash and wolfwood to still be weighed down by all the of life's uh, bad breaks, the oppression, but still want to do good and still find a way to get up and maintain their personalities and not break under the pressure that life has put on top of them um, and still put good, place good into the world. So I've always found it to be motivational and inspirational. And even if you look at a, a saying in like a Parasite, I think the whole, the growth of the friendship between uh, uh, Mickey and... Uh, Mickey, yep. And... Um, Starts with an S, like Shikaru or Shikaru yeah, or something, something like, that. like that, bro. The growth mm -hmm. between them is awesome. And then also, a high school kid being faced with the fucking Terminator and him deciding to do what he had to do to, like, go forward, that's an inspirational moment. Like, that's a moment that you got to you gotta stand firm and stand tall on what you're doing. Like, 
it makes you feel good. It makes you want to go out and do something too, uh, if this kid can do it. So, you know, these moments do show up in other works of art, and I encourage people mm-hmm. to, to step out and try other things. As we start to wrap up this episode, and before we get up out of here, I was wondering if y'all had one quote. Uh, we've talked about moments, and we've talked about, and we got some quotes from uh, Garan Lagan when you talked about mm-hmm. uh, Pierce the Sky and believe in the me that believes in you. Uh, but if you have any other quotes that like stuck out to you, mm, I am not I, smooth. That's the only quote I need. <laughs> you here is. I got one, but I'm gonna read it off the screen just to make sure I say it right. But I, it was a moment that like stuck out to me. Uh, it's from Food Wars, and it's when Soma first gets inducted into the academy. Mm. Uh, and they, uh, he comes in, they have him come up there and, and give that whole speech, oh. and he's like. Uh, <laughs> I know what speech you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry you can hear her. Truth be told, I didn't expect to be admitted into this academy. I don't plan on losing to some bunch who never stood in front of clients. I'll use all of you as stepping stones. Now that I'm here, I'll take the top. Right. That was like, that was a quote in a moment. <laughs> I think I played that back three or four times. Like, that's the type of energy you got to have when you enter a room. Like, um, and we talked about this earlier as we talked about. Um, when you start to get other podcasts that you're interacting with, and especially when those big names come and interact with you, you tend to have this feeling like, oh, I'm the little bro. I, I got to come correct and come at things a certain way. But that moment from Soma was like, bro, you can have you can have that big energy when you're talking to people. Like, be you. It's a reason they talking to you. Remember that. Like, you don't, you don't have to be on some on your knees groveling. Yes, of course, you pay right. respect and everything, but that moment for me was motivation to still maintain who i am and maintain the confidence and the same spirit that got me to where i'm at when i'm talking to other people no matter like how i may view them yeah i um i I said my girl and logging ones honestly some of my motivation comes from a very very old song i do know lyrics verbatim but i mean i don't think i want to go through a song itself but um yeah like gus has said girl and logging for sure um was a quote was it was it was a quote go for me, and it wasn't just the anime itself. It was like, oh, you know, basically like the whole the whole motivation of it. Like, it only takes a little bit. Basically, it's like you can do this. You can literally get to whatever your destination is, and that's how I looked at Gurren Lagann, and that literally is like motivates you. It's like, okay, I want to get from point A to point B. They started literally at the bottom. When they say they got it out the mud, they literally were in the mud. Jesus, like they were underground. They were in the mud. And literally the anime ends with them being basically in a futuristic world. And you're like, dog, like they literally started with nothing. They they were eating like dead bones and, (laughs) and literally became like actual humans and living in a futuristic world. So it just always stands out to me. Like I said, believe in the me that believes in you like that alone was just like wow like okay and then it wasn't just only believing in me believing you but he says my actual quote my life quote believe in yourself when he Mm -hmm. says that it's like damn like do you know how many times people have to actually tell themselves like you can do this literally he says believe in yourself and then he hits them with the believe in the me that believes in you and it's like all right I get where you're coming from, dog. So I don't have any other. Qu- I'm pretty sure there are some, but you put me on the spot. But like I said, I, I repeat so many uh, the Gurren Lagan quotes. That's just those are my all time favorite quotes for real. And 
I, mean, I didn't even talk about my all-time most like favorite character that just has like that just had this oozes confidence, but just flat out a goat himself. But nonetheless, who yeah. you got? Who you got? Oh, that's Zoro. Zoro oh, from One Piece. Talk, talk, talk about badass Zoro because everybody oh, loves Zoro. Zoro, dog. Ooh, like, good. I'm sorry. Like a man that like literally from episode two straight up is like, okay. I'm basically about to die, but yeah, you save me. I'll, I'll do whatever you need me to do, dog. Don't even worry about it. Like, and literally, from episode two, he's never wavered. Like, Zoro is so strong, you know he could be the captain of his own ship. He never wavers. Why? Because he told Luffy from jump, episode two. All right, you get me out of here, I'll run with you. You ain't even got to worry about nothing. I'll be your right hand man. From there on in, you ain't never heard it. He's been put his body on the like many, many, many times. Even when he lost his battle with Millhawk. Back when they were um at the um the Rivery, or not the Rivery, but back at um Rivery, the um food ship. When he lost his battle, he was like, Cap, I dropped the ball, dog. Don't trip. I ain't losing no more. He ain't dropped the ball yet. So that's when you talk about motivation and just inspiration, it's like dog, you need somebody like that in your court at all times. So like you need somebody that is that strong will and that strong mind that's able to basically help you dig you out of wherever you need to go in. And that's going to keep it hunting with you. Straight up told him, like, nah, Luffy, you can't be all buddy-buddy with Usopp. Usopp did you wrong, dog. I get it. You like him. That's your boy. But nah, dog. If you lose face, you, you, you got to draw, draw a line in the sand, bro. You got to be about this life. Um, and that, I real, mean, that's dude. one reason why, why I fuck with Leak and uh, Sensei, because they do that for me. Like, it be times where I'll be tweaking and I'll be like, all right, well, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna do this, and they'll they'll on some side tech shit be like, nah, bro, I don't, I think like, I don't think you in your right mind right now, and I like, I know you gonna regret this decision if you do this, so like, just consider this. And them two niggas have always kept me straight. Uh, Chris as well, we call him Lido, Carlito on the pod, but like, he's another Chris, but like Chris as well, all all four of them niggas, we have dubbed ourselves the Toxic Boys, but like, without that <laughs> kind of circle of people being. Like absolute honest and real with me, um, I think some of my decisions would have totally been different on the pod up till date. Um, Cuzzo too, like he'll step in and say some things to me, but uh, that is like for Cuzzo to do it is more so like I've reached out to him and asked. Uh, but like anyone that knows, uh, uh, you know, Sensei, Leak, and uh, Carlito, them niggas finna speak their minds regardless. Like, I, it be unsolicited sometimes. I, I damn near be upset. Like, we got a box now because I wasn't even asking you to say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, yo, that's be, the thing, though. That's, that's it be thing. real shit and it be from the heart. Yeah, I've those type of people who, um, I, all my friends, all my friends are similar in this aspect. They're all people who will share their thoughts unsolicited who don't beat around the bush because i know for me i need to be checked sometimes because i'll be wallet now that time like i know i'll be extra as hell that's just part of who i am so having those people who are like yo abe you bugging right now and not to be like no nah, abe you know what uh you should think about chilling now like no nah, i think you should stop it's like no Abe, what the fuck is wrong with you what are you doing like you bugging like this is this is wow it, it it's always nice to have those people in your corner. So that's that, all my friends, all my close friends are similar in that action. They go and speak their mind for God. I'm probably the I'm the one that won't speak, but when I do speak, it's time to listen. 
I'm pretty sure yeah, everybody's trying to consider true. me as. If I Alvin is correcting me about something, I really got to be like, oh, shit, hold on, I am, but I don't, hold I don't speak much. I sit back and analyze, but when it's time for me to speak, because I don't speak much, normally when I do speak, it's like, hold on. Like, I'm only going to do it unless something I feel is outrageously left field. Like, it's like, nah, you 99% off, dog. We got to we gotta fix this now. So, But that's we, just we how gotta I re, We got to readjust. Yeah. And I, again, I won't say it much. I'll let you do your own thing and let you crash and burn and be like, yeah, you weren't supposed to go that far, were you? But when I feel that, it's like it's it's, it's too much. It's beyond the spectrum of who you are. It's like, nah, nah let me let me let me say something. And normally when I say something, it's like, all right, it, it normally is like, OK, we drop it. Whatever it was. No, we not. It's not meant for us to do it at that point. So I guess that brings us to, to a good stopping point. Uh closing comments for this episode let's see what i want to talk about uh first off uh, i do want to reiterate uh t- tap in with us on twitter at worst Gen pod um you know participate in the run my phase participate with give panda the ox we'd love to hear y'all feedback uh we love to interact with the supernovas and you know y'all give us great ideas sometimes for for future episodes that we're gonna do and also you make the day like you make the whole reason of this podcast worthwhile if we don't get to interact with y'all and like have that type of engagement then you know we really up here just talking into the void and sometimes it can't feel that way uh as a podcast like it feel like you know i'm just talking into the into the black hole and that can be therapeutic at times but other times it can be damaging to the to the psyche so uh support support me (laughs) with your words friends uh I guess number two is I was going to preview next week's episode, but um, or at least what the topic will be. But uh, I am talking with both of the potential like guests and I don't know if I'm going to get the chance to record it next week. So I don't want to prematurely uh, talk about the wrong episode and then y'all get something totally different. So I'm going to go ahead and skip past that. Uh, just re-promote. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, like I just said, Worst Gen Pod. Go to the website, worstgenerationpodcast.com, uh, and check us out on Instagram, which I never use, and I don't use it for the pod. But if y'all want to just go follow, just to follow, feel free. Worst Generation Podcast on IG. Uh, Abe and Al, I want to thank both of y'all for pulling up to the pod today. Uh, it's been a blessing. This was an awesome conversation. I enjoyed it thoroughly from start to finish. Uh, go ahead and promote everything y'all got once more before we get up out of here um so i'm one half of the osna podcast we talk more sports culture um we're all about uplifting black and biplc uh the uh, community um you can find us on spotify again the osna podcast we are also on twitter at osa osa underscore a podcast um you can follow me on twitter currently at this moment of recording, I'm in Twitter jail, so I can't really respond to you or whatnot. But uh, Prince, that is Prince underscore A L A W A L. The same username from my Twitter account is the same from my Twitch. I do stream. I stream with members of Worst Gen, such as GB. I stream with Black. I stream with others. Um, follow me there on Twitch. You know, I'm trying to trying to get that drone uh popping, and and I appreciate all our support. Follow us at Inside the Mind of a Blurred um on spotify whatever streaming service you listen to that's where we talk about just basically everything in the sun from comics to uh film to books to just random shenanigans um follow us on twitter and instagram at the blurred mind pod um tune into careful for spoilers 
uh, every Friday for the next couple of weeks while Loki is premiering because you'll see me and um, my co-host partner, uh, Scuba Steve, on, on there just talking about any everything Loki and comic related. Um, yeah, I think that's all my plugs because I'm not sharing my Instagram since I don't really be active on that draw to anyway. Hey, man, put in a good word for me with JB, man. Tell him bring me back. He told me he was going to bring me back, but I feel like he only said that because I was on the show. <laughs> I'll feel y'all got you. Uh, it's on me. Um, yeah, so I'm at Black Hole Player. Um, again, tagline is um, I go by Black, SSSS Black, also known as Nico Robin, the of Scarlet's Purse Holder. Uh, you can follow me on Mixer. Uh, on Spotify or whatever your streaming service of choice might be. The link to Mayonaka Mixer is also in my um, Twitter bio, so you can click on that. Um, for the people that do support, appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, Again, just like uh, GB just said, dog, without y'all, it wouldn't be on us, man. We just appreciate y'all listening to our talks, listening to our um, our thoughts, and listening to our takes, for real. Um, I do have a YouTube page. It's also Black Hole Players. That's obviously my thing. Um, that you can follow. Like I said, um, Abe says, you know, he's streaming. Normally, I'd be hopping on with the streams with him, dog. we just be running it together because it's fun. It's fun when you stream together. Uh, Mayonaka Mixer has a bunch of new things coming soon, so look out for that. And, um, again, I'm also a, um, a – how does the word go? Is it a society? Uh, sub- Subsidy. Subsidiary, subsidiary. Uh, uh, inside the mind of a blur, gang gang. I, I'm part of that as well. Yeah, you know, use those big words if you want. But uh, yeah, man, that, that's all I got. Yeah, before I forget, because I don't want Cam cussing me out or anything. Uh-huh. Um, inside the mind of a blur does have a YouTube channel. Um, just search up inside the mind of a blur. That's where we put a lot of our visual content on there. We also have a merch store um, at. You know what? Just go to us on Instagram or Twitter and search. Look at our link tree, and you'll see the site for the merch store. Definitely purchase some merch. It helps us. It helps support us um, and helps better our equipment. Helps pay for some of the subscriptions that we have to to be able to bring you content. Um, we appreciate y'all for real, for real. Again, GP, thank you for having us on here. Um, it was fun. It was it was very insightful conversation. You know about. I feel like this episode really is one where people can sit down and really get to think about what inspires them, what motivates them, and and just look within themselves and possibly help them further uh, pinpoint those factors and hold on to those factors so they can uh, battle any um, moments of, well, that they can have the tools necessary to overcome any moments of burnout, any moments of depression, any moments of just wanting to give up. So. Appreciate this topic for real Appreciate you, bro. Uh, definitely support all the pods, man. Uh, y'all donations, y'all support, everything does go to paying for the podcast. Subscription services are not cheap for software editing, for podcast hosting, website hosting, any of that. So um, every little bit is a help. And we definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode hit us up let us know if y'all fucked with it or not if y'all agree with our opinions uh give us some feedback uh counter them whatever y'all feel like doing just uh you know say something and i guess that is everything i think i had written down the list let me double check yeah that's the whole checklist so cool that is it for this episode of worst generation podcast and until next time supernovas we out